0: Welcome to Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom. Join us today as we allow the Word of God to be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Now here's your host, Pastor Jim Newsom. Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom and this is Truth in the Word. On Christian Survival Radio. It's the 23rd day of April 2019. We're broadcasting you today from North Central West Virginia. Going back to the book of Ephesians chapter 5, we're going to begin today with verse 21 concerning the family and the church, uh, the proper spiritual hierarchy that uh, should exist in the, in the uh, Family structure those that are part of the body of Christ. Uh, God is a God of order. order. He says, uh, I'm not the author of confusion, but He's the author and finisher of our faith. So the Word of God addresses uh, how the family should be structured as it passes on even to the church, the parallels between the family and the church. Before we get into that, let's go to prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. To expound your word, which is quick and powerful and sharper than a two edged sword, will never come back void. We'll do that which you sent it to do. And we ask you to perform your word today as it goes forth today for your glory. And in your name, we pray. Amen and amen. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, speaking of the family and the church. Verse 21, get my notes up here, sorry. Forgive me here. Okay. It says, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Perfect submission. The Christian life has a whole lot to do with submitting. Coming to the end of ourselves. In other words, uh, just to be blunt, to get rid of our selfishness, that this walk is not about us. We see the many people in the Bible, in the old and the new, the, the man that wrote this book was a perfect example of perfect submission to the perfect will of God. Now, a lot of people say, well, there's two wills. There's the permissible will, which God allows and the perfect will, but that which God is pleased with is the perfect will. And once again, this is not in our own strength. This is submitting ourselves. Now, perfect submission, I've, I've heard it written, heard it said, is horizontal. Now, you can go to the cross and see this. The cross goes horizontal, and the cross goes vertical. So the cross that goes vertical is submission to God up up to heaven up to God perfect submission Jesus mind oh what a foretaste of glory divine and as we submit ourselves to God then we submit ourselves to others to their needs uh, in other words putting others first that that that's the Christian life the Bible says if uh, To love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy spirit. Love thy neighbor as thyself. If you keep those two, then you've kept all of the commandments. When we become Christians, and I know this is hard sometimes for people to grasp, and it's hard for all of us sometimes, it's not about us anymore. When we become married, it's not about us anymore. When we have children, it's not about us anymore. So, As we yield, the Bible says, humble yourself before God and in due time you'll be exalted. As we submit and yield and humble ourselves before God, then he can use us to even help others. But I don't see anywhere in the Word of God where selfishness is uh, something that needs to be held on to. It's certainly a a wrong spirit and always leads to bad things. So he said, submit yourself one to another in the The fear of God. So, submission. Submission. Very, very important. The Bible says submit yourself unto God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, verse verse 22, uh, this is the word of God. This is what it says Wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands. Now, listen, as unto the Lord. Husbands are not to be tyrants and lords per se and dictators. The Bible says when a man and a woman become married, then they are one. Whatsoever God has joined together, let no man put asunder. So wives, he's speaking to the wives. He's going to talk to the husbands. He's going to talk to the children. So the family structure is so important. And there's been a great attack on the family structure in America. And I believe that's one of the reasons there's so much confusion and so much rebellion. Uh, The family, you know, the old saying, the family that prays together, stays together. There's a lot to be said for that. A lot to be said for that. Raise a child in the way that it should go. When it grows older, it won't depart from it. So whose responsibility is that? the father and the mother, working together. But it says, wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. So the Holy Spirit, through Paul, is relating to the leadership of the family. First Peter 3.1 says, likewise, ye wives be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may, without the word, be won by a conversation of the wives, or being the example. And once again, this is not this is not yielding to a tyrant, because a, a godly man will not be a tyrant. We're going to talk about the duty of the man, see, which is very very important. First Peter three one. I'm sorry, I think I read that. First Corinthians eleven three. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, okay? And the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. This is the hierarchy. Once again, once again, this is not that a man might uh, abuse his wife, might treat her like dirt. No, no. We'll talk about that, husbands. We'll learn what he says. The husbands need to love their wives, cherish their wives. Appreciate their wives, treat them well, amen. Okay, so the Bible teaches that the that the head of the man is Christ. Now this is the this is the uh, the military term I'm going to use is chain of command, and I, you know command doesn't once again doesn't point to tyranny. It's it's just that things might function according to the way God wants it to be. To the way God will. and a man is not to, to rule over his household with a with a rod of iron, so to speak. Now he's to be, of course, uh, uh, protective. He's to watch out for the for for the wolves and uh, the the evil of the world that want to beset his house. Um, uh, uh, the man should be a praying man, the priest of the home, the intercessor of the home, the garter, the spiritual garter of the home. To watch over his wife and his family, as a, a man should. First Corinthians 11:7 says, "For a man indeed ought not to cover his head, for as much as he is the image of glory of God, but the woman the glory of the man. For the man is not of the woman, but the woman of man. Neither was man created, neither was man created for woman, but the woman for man." Now, I know this flies in the face of a lot of modern day thinking, but it's the word of God, and that's what we'll give you. For this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the angels. Now you can study that for yourself, but there's a lot of a lot of implications there. Okay. You can start with uh, Genesis chapter six. Okay, Ephesians five twenty-three. Therefore I'm sorry, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, for he is the savior of the body. Okay. This, once again, the parallel. Who's the head of the church? Christ. Who should be the head of the household? The man. The man. Once again, not in tyranny, but for the overall good of the family. With love, with respect, with honor, treating your wife and your children well but yet watching out for their spiritual good. Because the enemy's out, listen, he's out to destroy families. And when he can destroy the family, he can work on the church, see? So this is the, 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 uh, the, the use, well, I'm going to use the term, the chain of command. I was in the military and I know what the chain of command means. Okay. Colossians 3, verse 18, wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands as is fit unto the Lord. Husbands, here we go. Love your wives and be not bitter against them. Okay, now down to the children. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. This covers the entirety of the household and duties thereof. Okay? Wives, submit to the husband. Husband, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents. Fathers, don't provoke your children to anger. This is the word of God. See, this, this is the perfect scenario for the family. How house should operate. This bleeds over into the house of God. Now, this takes the entirety of the household to be submissive to the Spirit of God. Now, now, how do households become submissive? Well, in this day and age in which we live, uh, people aren't home that much anyhow. And there's uh, rarely enough time, and, but there should be for Bible reading, for devotion, for discussion, for talking, where the family can communicate the enemy since the 50s. Since the 50s, at, at the invention of the TV dinner, when people no longer gathered at the, uh, the, the supper table, we'll use that term, supper table, and families actually talk to one another. That doesn't happen anymore. So the enemy has, has down through the years, eroded the family structure to where the family has become... I'm going to use the term dysfunctional. You hear that so much now. Uh, dysfunctional, in other words, not operating as a family unit. But Paul lays it out in Colossians through the Holy Spirit perfectly. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands, as is fit in the Lord. Yes, I'm going to read it again. Husbands, love your wives, and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is the the this is well pleasing to the Lord. And fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be Discouraged. Okay, Ephesians 5 24. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Now, the criteria here is if the husband is conducting himself even as Christ, for he is of the Lord. Okay, doesn't mean he's a tyrant. He is abusive. That's not of God. Certainly not of God. And it's not that he's better because the family unit needs to walk side by side in the order that God prescribes. I didn't write this, but I believe it's very important that families endeavor to get back to this. Make time for devotions. As long as your children are subject to you, make sure they're in church. Amen. Make sure they're fed by the Word of God. And it'll help them in later years when children run and rebel, which that happens sometimes in all of our lives. But there comes a day when, when, when God will put a hook on their jaw and bring them back. Maybe it's prodigals or whatever, but he'll bring them back and establish them because the word of God has been planted in their lives. Okay, Ephesians 5.25, listen now. Now, now. now he's talking to the husbands. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Colossians 3.19, for we just again, husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. So the duty of the husband is to love his wife, treat her right, treat her with respect. She is to be honored in the household. There's nothing like a mother's love. Come on. Amen. She's to be respected. There should be conversation in the household. Husbands and wives should decide things together with mutual agreement talk things over the communication line should always be open and when when and I believe it's the enemy that allows the communication line to be shut down then the confusion comes into the house so always keep an open uh, a line between you always keep the word of God at the head of your house have that devotional time have time to maybe even use the word air grievances which you know what what's going on here and you know, don't let The devil, shut down the communication line in your family. As I said before, this bleeds over into the house of God. Causes a lot of problems in the family and, and in the church. Causes confusion. And I've said before, God's not the author of confusion. Verse 26, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. What that means is the word actually washes as water does. Verse 27. That he might present. Now, now this is talking of the church. The parallels there between the family and the church. That he might present it to himself a glorious church. Not having spot nor wrinkle for any such thing. But that it should be holy and without blemish. Okay. So the church will be without spot and without wrinkle. Jude Jude uh, 24, chapter 1, only one chapter in Jude. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. <clears throat> there this goes back to submission. Submit. Perfect submission. The man of God submits to Christ, the family of God. Submits to the man. But when the man steps out of Christ, then he can't be followed any longer. Respect and honor in the Lord, of course. Always respect and honor your parents, but if they're telling you to do things wrong, you can't honor that part. Okay. Ephesians 5, 28. Sow up men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. See, see the love that's to be, to be portrayed and given by the man. Why? Because they are one flesh. <clears throat> they are no longer two, but twain. They're no longer twain, but one. The Bible says, "One flesh," operating, moving as one unit. The old, the, song, the, the, the term is soul mates. Okay. Now we know divorces rip wide open the the, the uh, uh, theater of marriage in this country. The structure of marriage has certainly been compromised. Divorce is rampant, cheating, and things of this nature going on. And once again, we've we've got to go back to the fact that when we become a family man, I'm talking to the man, not about you anymore. No, when about you. Start with about your wants and your needs. It's about the wants and the needs of your wife and your children. That's your responsibility to love and respect. Husbands, love your wives. Love your wives. Even as you love your own body, the word of God says. Verse, verse 29, Ephesians 5, 29. For no man ever hated his own flesh but nourisheth and cherisheth even as the Lord, the church. So here again, we see the parallel of the husband, the union of the husband and the wife symbolize the union of Christ and the church. As Christ loved his church, so does the man love his wife. Verse 30, for we are many members of his body, of his flesh and of his bones, which his flesh and bones speak of his incarnation, and him giving himself the cross. And when he gave himself the cross, that made it possible for me, you to become members of a glorious church, they receiving him, repenting of our sins. Romans 6, verse 2 God forbid, how should we that are dead in sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized to Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death. That like as Christ is raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. For we have been planted together in the likeness of his death. We shall also in the likeness of his resurrection. It just keeps on bringing forth that parallel between the family and the church, the structure of the family, the structure of the church, Christ the head of the church, the man the head of the family. Christ, our great high priest, the man, the high priest of the home. That's just God's plan. I'm not going to back up on that. It's what the Bible says. Ephesians 5, 31. For this cause, now listen, shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is taken from Genesis 2, 24. Therefore, shall a man leave his father's mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. That's the plan of God. That's the plan of God. Not that a man doesn't love his parents, of course. But they are not to be the ruling hierarchy in his life anymore. He's a man. He takes on the responsibilities of a man. And the responsibilities of a man is to take care of his wife, take care of his family. And be the priest of his home, and be the spiritual leader. Watch out for the wolf, so to speak. And pray and seek God. Pray over your family. Plead the blood over your family every morning, every night, all day long. Plead the blood. Be sober, be vigilant, because we have an adversary who goes about seeking whom he can destroy and seeking whom he can devour. Ephesians five thirty-two this is a great mystery but I speak concerning Christ and the church he's talking about Christ and the church like I said making parallel for, as, as to the family and the family lives are private see? but as the family goes so goes the church you know, I'm going to use that term again the family prays together stays together and I'm telling you today there is a an attack. I don't think anybody needs to, uh, you know, I don't think anybody doubts this, but there's an attack on the family structure in the United States and across the world. But but in America, the divorce courts are full. Families are being torn apart every day by things and situations and circumstances. The Bible says, if we're in God, then no evil shall beset your house. Once again, this comes back to perfect submission. The man submitting himself to God, the woman submitting herself to God and the man and to the hierarchy that God has planned. And I know that term sounds overwhelming, but it, it's it, it's a structure. God's a structured God. When he put things in order, God's a God of order. He does all things in decency and in order. Okay, verse 33, Ephesians 5. Nevertheless, every one of you in particular shall love his wife, even as himself and the wife See that she reverence her husband. Okay, the sum of all things is uh, men are to love their wives as themselves. <clears throat> wives should respect their husbands. Once again, not a tyranny. A wife should not be scared to death of her husband. But she should respect him, of course, as the head of the household. Not under the thumb. This is a joint effort. Men and women raise children together so important, and this is God's plan. This is certainly not man's plan. This is God's plan, and when we submit ourselves to God's plan, and you know, if, you know, if your family's you know, becoming unwound or unravelled, so to speak, seek God. As the man of the house, seek God. Seek Him hard. Submit yourself unto Him first. Submit yourself unto Him. That which you, the Bible says, commit unto Him. He's able to keep against that day. So it's not God's will, listen to me this morning. It's not God's will that families be torn apart. It's not God's will that families are dysfunctional. That's not God's will. Now, I'm telling you what the Word of God says. Or, does that have, of course, we live in a fallen world. And when people do not submit to God, and this is what happens. When you don't submit to God, the Bible says the enemy comes in like a flood. And there's no standard to raise up against that flood. Of course, the standard is Jesus Christ and him crucified. Study this. Study this particular, the last part of chapter 5. It'll help us. Help us all. Amen? The family is so important. So important. God emphasized all through the word of God the, the, the family. And I'm sure you've noticed that the enemy, is, 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 he, he, he's hard coming, hard charging to destroy the family and the structure of the family because he can destroy the family. But he can <clears throat> work on the church, which he has, and weaken the body of Christ. Which, but he said, I'm having a church without spot and without wrinkle. Uh, that's going to come to pass. That's what he said, and that's what's going to happen. On this rock, I shall build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. That's, that's the way it's going to be. But our own personal life, perfect submission, submit, 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 submit is the key word to this. And when we submit ourselves unto Christ, that thing will fall in line, I believe. And take submission all down the line. The husband needs to submit, the wife needs to submit, and the children need to submit. The Bible says, children, obey your parents. We just read that. And men need to be more, more hands-on with their family. They're not going to take care of themselves. They're not a pilot. As I said before, we have an enemy that's out to destroy. So let the Spirit of God deal with you in, the, in this area. If you don't know Jesus Christ this morning and you want your family to be uh, helped, lifted up this morning, give your life to Christ. Confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God Almighty is raising him from the dead. Call upon the name of the Lord you shall be saved. Repent of your sins. Denounce all evil. You know, the Bible says that a sanctified wife will sanctify the husband. I've seen this happen down through the years. A wife that's trusted God and moved in the area that God wanted her to move in and accepted him. Her family would go save her husband would eventually come in. So whether you be a husband or whether you be a wife, and your family's a wreck this morning, call on the name of the Lord. Call on the name of the Lord. So, listen, only God can fix these things. Only God can take that which is out of control and chaotic and move it in another direction. But back to sanity, so to speak. We need that in the world today said we, Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word, for this opportunity to expound it. Lord, let it set on our heart, and Lord, let's rightly divide it. And God, I ask you today, Lord, that you'd help the family structures, that you'd help the husbands and the wives and the children. You see the attack on every family. Lord, you meant the family to be a unit and never to be separated and severed, Lord, and destroyed. And, and you know all. All things the families are going through today, and we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you that you touch families in this nation, bring them back together, Lord, through Christ, through the blood of Jesus, through perfect submission. Take away that old blister that that Satan has put on, Lord, the family structure. Take away the sickness that which just undone, and make families once again forever with whole. My God, Lord, you said that you bring the fathers' hearts back to the children's hearts, and the children's hearts back to the fathers. That the family unit is very important to you. And we ask you to move in this area, Lord, that the church might be bolstered and helped and strengthened. And we thank you for this today, and what you're going to do, Lord: heal bodies, save souls, deliver from every every bondage that people are suffering today. And we ask these things in Jesus' holy. In righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless them next time. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom on Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthintheword777 at gmail.com May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up, for Jesus is coming soon.